So one of the ones that I get asked quite a bit is whether you need an audience before you open up your Etsy shop. So I'm going to dive into that topic, but also a lot of different other topics for beginners in the Etsy space. And I think it will benefit you quite a bit. I'll share my thoughts on each of these topics. I believe you're going to find a lot of value in this. So I get asked a lot on my channel, on the comments and also emails, questions on how to sell on Etsy. And I often want to express my thoughts and answer all of you guys at once. So occasionally I like to do these where I go over the polls that I create, where I generally like to give out tips and different polls and just have you guys help engage and just see what you guys think about certain topics. Hey there, welcome to a new episode of the Brandon Timothy show. I'm your host, Brandon, and throughout this podcast, I'll show you how to start a successful Etsy shop, learn side hustles and create a sustainable passive income by selling digital products. This podcast is your roadmap to a thriving Etsy shop and digital freedom. So let's get started. The first one, do you need an audience before you open up your shop? So I did a poll and 20% of you says you do need to have an audience and 80% says you don't. In my personal experience and what I think and what I also teach in this channel is you don't need an audience. When I first started my first shop, I don't have an audience at all. I don't really use social media in that sense in my own personal way or anything like that. And the only strategy that I've been using on Etsy is just using optimized keywords, meaning I'm putting the best keywords and tags in the listing, organizing them in a way where I know what the buyers are searching for. And there's a lot of different keyword tools you can use like Sales Samurai, there's Everbee, E-Rank, Marmalade. But basically what I'm saying is I just use the SEO tactic to gain traffic. I don't use any external social media. And yes, you can use Pinterest, Instagram, TikTok as well. And those are all great. But I think when you're starting out, there's so much things to learn. And this gets very overwhelming that I believe if you just keep it simple and just use SEO as effective as possible, you can do just fine in it. And even shops that I start with now, I just use SEO. I don't even do any external marketing and it's been proven to do really well. So I hope that makes you feel a bit better that you actually don't need an audience to get started and to be successful at it. selling on Etsy. All right, so moving into the second one here, starting an Etsy shop is expensive. So same thing, around 20% says it's true that it's expensive and 80% says it's false. I wonder if it's the same people on here. But again, in my experience, I believe it is false. You can start very little if you're doing something that's in the print-on-demand space or the digital product space. If you're doing physical products, then yes, they might get expensive depending on the cost of goods. But in general, if you're doing anything digital or passive, it is very relatively cheap. It's free to start on Etsy. The only thing you pay is if you're doing marketing, if you're doing fees on that when you get a sale. But other than that, it's pretty much free to start. And when it comes to the products, there's so many different routes you can take, different softwares that are very cheap and very affordable. You can find mock-ups very inexpensive as well. A lot of the shops that open up on average, how much I spent is around $30 to $60. And in my opinion, I think that's relatively cheap compared to starting a brick and mortar store. All right, so the next one is the biggest mistake that will tank your Etsy shop. So right here, I have impersonal item descriptions, bad photos and imagery lack of SEO usage and selling generic products. So a majority of you said bad photos and imagery, and I totally agree, but that's something I focus the most on and that a lot of people aren't aware of or needs improvement. And hopefully I can help you on this front since one of my backgrounds is in graphic design. So for me, it's very important to have good aesthetics in your shops. So the reason why I believe this is one of the most important ones and is the biggest deciding factor is because if you think about the descriptions, you think about SEO, the products, 
A lot of it can be relative the same across the board in terms of comparing it to your competitors. But if you think about the imagery, that's something that you have to create yourself. It's very hard to kind of mimic or try to replicate these ideas from your competitors. It's something that you have to create on your own. And this is where you can really differentiate yourself in terms of how you're selling something. For example, if you're selling the same generic product as someone else, for the most part, your SEO will pretty much be the same. The item descriptions, yeah, that could be different, but that's not gonna get you the click. What's gonna separate you is how you curate the images, on the listing and how you create your banners, your logos, the way you have a cohesive branding in your shop. That's why I believe this is the biggest area you need to focus on. But don't be intimidated because like I said earlier, there's a lot of good places for good mockups. I have some links in my show notes below. You can get them from Placeit, from Canva, from Creative Market. These are all good places to get affordable mockups. All right, so the next one I'll go over quickly. I was just asking you guys if you know what a long tail keyword is. And half of you said you do, which is great, amazing. 10% says, no, I don't know this. And 40% says, no, I'll summarize it very quickly here. So a long tail keyword is a group of separate keywords, combining it, creating something that can be descriptive and long. So meaning if you were going to sell a dress, you might just put the word dress. Or you might be like, okay, maybe I can add another word. You can say red dress, or you can make it even longer and say maybe red, elegant, beaded dress. I don't know why I thought about that, but, but basically that's just a way of combining a bunch of different keywords into something like a combination. So we can get very specific, but also within that elegant red beaded dress, people can search beaded dress. People can search elegant dress or red beaded dress. There's a bunch of different combinations you can end up getting based on this long tail keyword, okay? So that's just a quick explanation of what it is, but ideally you want to just quickly get an understanding of what a long tail keyword is and how you can sprinkle that into your titles and tags and also in your description. All right, so another quick Etsy seller myth is I have to spend money on Etsy ads to successfully sell on Etsy. 30% of you say this is true, 70% says false. So for me, I would fall into the false section. I don't believe you need Etsy ads to succeed. I do believe you need to implement that into your strategy to help boost the organic side. And I talk about this a lot, meaning a lot of my shops, I make most of my money from the organic side, meaning the search intent side where people are searching the keywords and mine pops up and organically click on mine compared to other competitors and buy my products. Okay. That's mainly how I make my sales. Whereas in the ad side, I still run it but I pretty much break even on the ad side in terms of how much I spend and what my ROI from that, my return on investment is from the ad spend. But I run ads just because it helps me gain momentum, getting me more sales, more reviews, more renewals for my organic side. And that's why I run it. But long story short, how I would actually make the money is not from the ads itself. So don't focus too much on it. If you're not finding that much success on the ad side, it's totally okay. You can still do really well on the organic side alone. All right, so here's another quick one. Is it too late to start selling on Etsy? 15% says yes, and then 80% says no, that's amazing. So I definitely fall in this category. I wouldn't be making these if I don't believe that you can still succeed on here because I still open up shops here and there. Even this year alone, I've had successful shops opened up. So it's definitely not too late. There's always new categories popping up all the time and new trends and new keywords to be discovered. As long as trends keep evolving, there's always going to be new opportunities to sell on Etsy. Whether it's a new style that comes out, maybe it's a new colorway that becomes popular, new keywords, new actual end products. So there's a lot of different possibilities on how things can come up in terms of in trends. So long story short, it's definitely not too late. And uh, people, the 70% of people here, I can reassure you that 
You just need to find the right category and you just need to execute it in the right way and you'll find success. All right, so another quick one, you can add up to 13 tags into your product listings on Etsy, how many should you add? So this one, I guess is pretty straightforward. I talk about this one a lot and majority of you said using all 13 tags and that's, I couldn't agree more. You got 13 tags to use and might as well use them all and finding variations in them. You might not be able to fit all 13 tags in your titles, but in the tag session itself, that's when you want to really put in any kind of keywords you think it's relevant to your listing. And like I mentioned earlier before, long tail keywords, if you can add those in, into your tags even better. Don't use one word tags, okay? You can always add multiple words in the tag. There's a certain amount of characters you can add in there, but see what you can do. Just don't use, like from the previous example, when I said the red elegant beaded dress, don't use four tags for each of those words, okay? So you might be able to use red dress in a tag, elegant dress in another tag, etc. But moving on. All right, so this one says, it's another myth one. Etsy prefers short titles over longer titles. So Etsy has always talked about how they don't want keyword stuffing in their titles. Yes, I want to keep it short, but I also want to optimize my keywords. Okay. I'm not going to stuff it 100%, but I'm going to go like 80%. I'm not going to jam pack the sir keyword repetitively, but I'm going to try to explore different types of long tail keywords in there. Back to my red dress example, would I just put the title as elegant red beaded dress, just four words in the titles? No, I'm going to add a lot more, maybe gift for her, aesthetic dress, or I don't know what it is, but just a bunch of other different combination of keywords that might play a role in that same red dress listing. Maybe anniversary gift. All right, so this one is another myth. You should repeat your titles in your first sentence of your list and description. So I guess this one's pretty even, so I should definitely address this one. Even I think in the comments, people are mad that I let them do the polls, but I never gave them an answer. So should you repeat your title in the first sentence of your description? No, you should not. You should have those keywords sprinkled in your description. So meaning if you're having a long sentence style description, you want to have those keywords within there, but you don't want to copy and paste how you would have it in your title into your description. Okay, so this is just what Etsy says. So it does take a little bit more work on how you can incorporate those keywords, but try not to copy and paste it. Sometimes I know I do, but the proper way is try not to do that. And if you were to do that, I would put it at the very end of it instead of at the very beginning, because there's no point of putting it at the beginning if you're just using it for backend SEO, since they'll see it in the titles and there's no reason why you should show it again in the first part. If anything, you put it at the very bottom, but ideally just sprinkle them within a sentence form in your description. All right, so I think that's gonna be it. Until then, take care. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you found today's insights valuable, don't forget to check out my free in-depth masterclass waiting for you in the descriptions. Or you can find out more information at brandontimothy.com. There's other resources there for you to check out as well. Until next time, always remember to stay inspired, stay creative, and above all, stay committed to your journey towards digital freedom. Take care.